Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. U.S. health officials are warning of an E. coli breakout that they have connected to romaine lettuce grown in the Salinas Valley. The CDC telling people to throw out any prepackaged salads that have romaine from Salinas or an unknown origin. KCBS's Scott Letary has more. Here we are at Safeway in the uh, salad section, and there's some, it looks to me like there are some, like this one right here, southwestern romaine lettuce. Yeah. But... There's no point of origin. How do you feel about that? I think it's scary that E. coli is on lettuce even, and I think they should be more aware of it, and even though it could be a cut to their money, I think our safety is more valuable. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reporting that 40 people have been sickened, 28 hospitalized in 16 states. The CDC advising... Discard any product or any whole heads or romaine hearts that they may still have in the home and you know if they're out in a restaurant or other food service to ask and make sure that the that retail outlet can inform them that their source of romaine specifically doesn't come from the affected areas. Dr. Trevor Suslow is the vice president of produce safety for the Produce Market Association. The California lettuce industry is reeling after a series of illnesses broke out last year that drove consumers away. Scott Letary, KCBS. Two more suspects have been arrested in connection with a fatal shooting at a Halloween party in Orinda. D'Amico Donez was arrested yesterday and has now been charged by the Contra Costa DA's office on two felony firearms possession charges. San Jose Mercury News, meantime, reporting that Fed- Frederick Johnson was also arrested in connection with the case. Five other suspects were arrested last week. Contra Costa County Sheriff's officials are expected to release more details about the arrest today. Five people were killed in that shooting. Parents and teachers who say they were roughed up by the Oakland School Police are filing a claim against the district, the precursor to a lawsuit. KCBS reporter Doug Sovereign says they claim they were attacked by cops during a peaceful protest at the school board meeting. It happened a month ago. Parents and teachers and kids protesting planned school closures at the Oakland School Board meeting. This video shows police shoving protesters, six of whom were arrested. Parent Sarujaya Raman says the cops left her with a torn ACL and other knee injuries. When we showed up with our guitars and musical instruments, um, the school district showed up with about 20 police officers, school police, Oakland Unified School Police, with metal barricades and metal batons and some with guns, uh, and us with our children standing behind us and proceeded to descend upon us with their metal batons, beating up 
parents and teachers who are here today. They're filing a claim which the school district has 45 days to deny and then they'll sue in federal court claiming violation of their First and Fourth Amendment rights, says Attorney Dan Siegel. The district and its police department retaliated against them for coming to the school board meeting to express their views. The school police defend their actions. The district will not comment on the pending litigation. In Oakland, Doug Sovereign, KCBS. It's being called routine, the road work that's forcing multi-lane closures on the Bay Bridge this busy pre-holiday weekend. KCBS's Jim Taylor has more. For hours, three lanes will be closed in both directions. And while it is the middle of the night, maybe you got to get to SFO. Bart Nay with Caltrans. But there are some, some backups that happen uh, in the middle of the night. And so that's why you're starting to see us use the, our changeable message signs more, giving, giving people more information about uh, what's going on out there. But this happens uh, pretty regularly with the Bay Bridge uh, to keep up the electrical systems. In particular, this time it's the, the West Van, the San Francisco side. So what's happening in which direction, which night? Can you tell me? Yeah, we're going to be uh, closing three of five lanes, eastbound and westbound on the bridge, starting at 11 o'clock at night on, on Saturday. And then, and then Sunday night, uh, we won't start until 1145, and we'll take two lanes in the eastbound direction, and they, they will open before 5 a.m. on Monday. Yep, all lanes are expected to be clear and open for the Monday morning commutes. The, all the latest traffic developments are reported right here, around the clock. Jim Taylor, KCBS. Yeah, the competition is underway at San Jose's Christmas in the Park. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges says people are hammering away building holiday-themed playhouses. We're painting uh, Lego, the classic Lego man. Holiday-themed playhouses line the street here at Christmas in the Park with corporate sponsors and volunteers doing the work. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, they will be on display here at Christmas in the Park for the public to come bring their families by, visit, see them, and actually vote on their favorite playhouse. Patty Wayne Cross is with Habitat for Humanity. They sponsor the event. There is definitely voting, and it gets pretty competitive. If you look around here, you'll see some of these themes are pretty outrageous. They're pretty over the top. We have a second playhouse that we're building that's unique. Theme. So we're doing all the different pink, purple, blue, gold sparkles for the unicorn. A few of the companies building today include NetApp and Bank of America. At Christmas in the Park, Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. 80 million pounds of food get thrown away every year in America alone, with three quarters of it ending up in landfills. As KCBS's Dan Mitchison reports, there's a push to convert some of that wasted food into biogas. Which is a type of fuel produced when organic waste decomposes. We can use composting systems to recycle food waste, but they only can handle a really small and medium volumes of food waste for the most part. Patrick Surface is executive director of the American Biogas Council, he says. We need biogas systems to handle the large volumes of food waste, and that especially means around cities or where you have a high concentration of animals and therefore food processing uh, waste as well. And your trash person could take this gourmet garbage to a facility, a warm tank, where the microbes in this food would get to work. And those microbes naturally eat up the organic material and they actually burp out methane, which is renewable natural gas. San Francisco uses both composting and anaerobic digestion, which Surface says is the best of both worlds, meaning we get a better soil product and renewable methane. Dan Mitchinson, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying play KCBS radio.